Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Doing 60 down to one, Wizzy. All right. Hour three coming at you. Here we are. Two pros and a cup of joe. Got my man Jeff Swartz with me. I'm LeVar Arrington. It's Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, they are off for the week. So we will be carrying you through. It's all good. I mean, shows have been pretty dope. I'd, I'd assume, um, pretty enjoyable. How 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 are you enjoying uh, this full week of of a workload on two pros and a cup of Joe? It's been a lot of fun, man. It's been yeah. good. I th- you know, I, th- I said this yesterday. I think like when you get kind of in a rhythm with someone after a couple of days, you know, shows kind of go. You're like, oh, hour three already. It goes it goes fast. It goes pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Great conversation that we've been having. And by the way, great is associated with my people at Tire Rack. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Make sure you check out my people at Tire Rack. All right. Uh, So there's a new little article that came out by the Four Letter Network talking about, uh, well, he was free and clear how the leak of John Gruden's email led to the fall of Commander's owner, Dan Snyder. All right. Now, it's a pretty long it's, it's, it's a long. it's a very very long article and and it kind of starts with how the the Raiders were approached and and what uh Mark Davis found himself having to deal with 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 coach John Gruden and the leaked emails that led to his demise as the head coach of the of the the Las Vegas Raiders then it gets into the 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 leakers, the identities, and how they have still remained unknown. 
and and how it was, you know, directed at yeah. at the Morris, then it's directed at Daniel Snyder. It's it's it was directed at the Raiders. I mean, there there are a lot of people that were were yeah. actually in uh in the crosshairs of all of this, but none bigger than Daniel Snyder getting caught up into more and more legal drama yeah. as this unfolded and ultimately ended up being a major undoing of him being the, the owner of of the Washington, then the Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders. Um you know what's your what's your you know I've never had this conversation with you. What what is your yeah. take on how all of this has unfolded with with the Snyder uh, saga as it yeah, continues? Get, get him up out of there. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, like it. Um, I'm glad he's Pierce gone. I think the I don't know if the sale is completely final yet, but um, he's bad for business, man. It's bad for the NFL. Bad for business. Um, you know, we, we know what's been uh, happening in his building. Um, and you don't need a, a partner like that in the NFL, right? You, just, mm-hmm. you don't. Um, the team has been bad. The um, fans do not like the team. The city doesn't like the team. Players have not liked playing for him. Um, and get him up out of there, man. Like, it, owners have lost their teams from for much, um, you know, for things not as... Um, as badly alleged happened in his building uh, over the years, right? Like, get him up out of there. Who, who? You know, I know there was, you know, oh, he might black him. Who cares? Just get him up out of there, Lavar. And I, every Washington fan I know is so happy he's gone. I, I'm sure you have your thoughts on him as well, huh. having played there. Um, but you know, the story is interesting because you know the heart of it is you know who leaked the John Gruden emails. For those who, who do not remember, uh, it was two years ago now. Emails were leaked um, that John Gruden had said um, had used racist tropes, had, um, you know, bashed Goodell um, and used some slurs doing that as well. And emails got out and eventually he was fired for that. And the question is how these get out, because this is part of, a, of an investigation of a lawsuit and should not have gotten out. And, you know, the the prevailing wisdom has been Dan Snyder let this out because he wanted to sort of take everyone down with him, right? Mm-hmm. And be able to kind of, um, you know, to blackmail everyone in the NFL, which is everyone's, you know, thought that that was, you know, this was out because of that. There was a thought that there was a story about Jerry Jones that was out because of Daniel Snyder. And um, the article goes into, is it was it Goodell who leaked this? Was it DeMora Smith? Who I had not heard that before, but the timing is kind of interesting. It was Snyder, right? It was Snyder. He he threatened to do all these things and did it anyways, and now he's gone. I'm just I'm just glad he's gone, Lavar. I, mm. I am so glad for the NFL and for the the Washington fans and players that, that they have, will have a new owner who will care much more about winning, who will put the resources in they need to win, who will hire the right people to help the franchise win, and will not threaten to, to blackmail the league when it, when it, when it doesn't go his way. Yeah, uh, I I live this. <laughs> first as, yeah, as, yeah. as a as a Washington football player the environment was a toxic environment I can confirm that firsthand it, uh Dan Snyder is not a morally and ethically uh sound man his rules of engagement change um someone that seemingly seemed like a really really dope dude in the beginning uh ultimately would show you his his true colors. You got there about the same time, right? Yeah, I was his first draft pick. Yeah, 
Uh, was there his we go. first draft yeah. pick. So if there would be someone who would know, it would probably be me. Yeah, um, no, I know. That's why I defer to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's, but he's a super cool dude to begin with. And on the surface level, he was super dope dude. We got really close. I always tell people the story that, you know, I was actually, we, at some point, I was so close with, with him and the family, I would visit his dad while he was, you know, ill in in the hospital and I was with him around him for his last days around him and his 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 mom um well his, I was around his dad and his dad's wife yeah. so so to, to make sure it's clear and um I was a pallbearer for for him and and his you know and and his his funeral we were really close we used to sit together on the team playing we we played chess on the way to to games or back from games, we we'd have long conversations. Um, we've gone out to dinner like we were like the beginning of our relationship was a really really harmonious relationship. Um, it wasn't until the the politics of a contract got into the situation that really showed that maybe it wasn't that we couldn't be cool. It was just that business always was going to be more important than anything else more important than relationships more important than anything else and whatever that business is as to how he sees it or you know interpreted how business is supposed to look and how it's supposed to feel at the workplace with your employees and and everything that's associated with it uh i i think he just had a very very uh detached lens um, uh, out of focus lens of what a healthy work environment is supposed to be, and for one reason or another, you know, everybody has their their whole um, ideas and and their their assessments as to why they think Daniel Snyder has been the way that he has been. But you know, for me, I, I looked at the situation and I just basically thought to myself, it's it's kind of like simple things that you could have did to really, really rally your team, rally your building around you and around what what the team represented. And and it was just constantly opportunities for that to take place. That never happened. It just never happened, right? You, you could, I always say, you know, you could know the people who are taking care of the facility. I speak to Vladi every day. I speak to Miss BJ every day. You know, whoever our trainers were, I speak to them every day, spend time with them. Our our coaches, you know, in the in the the, the weight room, speak to them, spend time with them every day. He, he, he know any of those people? No. Not only did he not know who they were, but if you did not, if you were not a person of note, you were not allowed to. This, now these are reports, but and I was told this firsthand, by the way. So this isn't like a report. This is me in the building, and I'm being told by other employees, my colleagues in the in the building, that this is what they've been told to do. Which was, you have to put your head down and don't look at him when he comes in. Oh, don't even geez. look at him, right? And if you're if you're in a situation where you're addressing him, you have to say, Mister. You have to address him as Mister. Snyder. You can't call him Dan. You got to call him Mr. Snyder. So it was just things like, you know, trying to establish uh, an environment to me that was more set and geared towards uh, really, really building up and stroking uh, an ego. And I think that it became the arrogance and the culture of the upper brass to be the same way. Bruce Allen was a douchebag, big time. (laughs) 100%, 10 out of 10 douche, 
right? Uh, other guys that have been with him. I'm sorry. I, I, a, uh, listen, I ain't going. I ain't going to hold you, but I'm gonna just keep it real. Tony Wiley, you were a schmuck while you were dealing with him as well. Carl Swanson, you were. Now I'm learning what words yeah. we can. Now I'm learning what words we can use hey, on Truster Radio. Hey, okay, all right. I'm taking note. Let's go. go, Carl Swanson. You were <laughs> schmucking it out too. <laughs> Anybody, uh, Mark, M- Mark, you were you were schmucking it out too. Uh, I don't forget your last name for some reason. Um, but it just seemed like everyone who came in and, and, and Vinny, Vinny, you were my guy, but you know what? You were schmucking it out too, Vinny. All these guys would come in and what happened was they would, they would give in and give way to the arrogance of how Dan Snyder handled things. And they became a part of an entourage. So when Jay Gruden came in and took over as a coach, he did the same exact thing. When McGlowan, McGlowan came in as the GM, he did the same thing. Like everything was about just ego tripping. Like your ego goes to a whole nother place because that's what Dan Snyder valued was was the ego and the feel of how him and his his cronies how they how they moved and how they looked when they did things at the owners' meetings, going into the games, you know whatever it may have been. It was all just based off of a facade. You know, you were creating this this image of being like like the dude. I mean, he was walking around. Shots out to security because Mike and those guys, all the guys that were doing security. I mean, super dope dudes. But he'd have fully armed, you know, agents that were walking with him around the building. What? Like he was never alone. Like he was never by himself. He always had his security with him, and they were always That's in weird, suit. man. Super weird, my G. Super weird. Like, no matter where he was at, he was moving was, around. Was he, afra- with, was he afraid of the players? See, what, to what me, you, I don't think it was him being it, afraid. It was intimidation. It was intimidation. Like, he was yeah. trying to create the intimidation factor, or the, the, the factor <sighs> of this larger-than-life figure. And no one ever looked at him as larger-than-life. They just looked at him as little Danny. You know? That's why. Right, little Danny. You know? And so, anyway, I, it's interesting that this report coming out – as it applied to someone else that was being pinpointed, it was still linked back to Washington and and the culture that was there, and it ultimately led to a lot of investigative moves. It, it led to the pressure of him having to eventually, you know, put this team on the market. Now, if you're paying attention, the team still hasn't been sold. It hasn't gone through yet. Correct. You know, we're in July. This is July 12th. You know, this has been going on for quite some time. The team still has not settled on its new ownership group and, and it has not moved now while i continue to hear that it's it's moving and it's going to happen it still hasn't happened yet so i find that to be interesting he's the sole owner i believe of of all all of the washington uh team because if, if you recall he was being fought by by other minority owners and he ended up winning or getting them up out of the way so it yeah, ended up did. just being his team um but I mean, there's just so many details of this. Like, I, I know some of the cheerleaders that were involved with, with what took place, and, and they're always constantly hit me up telling me, make sure you put it out there. We want to see the report l- released. You know, we need to be able to see what the report is. And I don't disagree with her. I don't d- disagree with them. You know, and Melanie is one of the people I'll say, I call it out by name, because she's, she's, they they protest and they go from city to city when these things are taking place. Melanie is, is part of the people that lead – uh, the group of, of women that were in these situations that took place 
And I think that this needs to be released. The report needs to be released. Because yes. the Absolutely. biggest thing is, I know we're up on it, but just I'll just say this to finish off. Regardless of him selling the team, it should not – it should not remove all culpability from the things and the damage yeah. that he's done. Like he he ruined my career. Like the way that thing was handled, it, it pretty much ruined my career. And I don't I don't I don't really for a long time I guess I had denial issues about like how much it impacted me and how much it affected me. I was upset by it and I was I was very, very bothered by it. And I was told for a long time I was really angry. <laughs> And I, I didn't see it. I didn't believe it. I didn't feel it. But I, th- I feel like a lot of the fans that said it, they were probably correct. Like I was, I was upset. I was, uh, I was angry at somebody that I was so close with that we could end up where we were at, and it was connected to the most important part of my life, uh, which was playing ball. But, but now I just look at it from the standpoint of the collateral damage done to people that maybe didn't you know handle it or or get through it as well as I may have you know like I moved on with my life I have done done well since but there are a lot of people that were impacted by it in a way where you know it was just very difficult for them I think they should have their opportunity to get closure too and I think that the reason why all of these conversations are continuing to linger on is because he's trying to get out of having any type of culpability once he sells this team and I think that that's something that should not be compromised. I don't think it should be compromised. Just because you sell the team doesn't mean that you get to be uh, exonerated from any and all claims that have been against you that actually led to you having to sell the team in the first place. So, yeah, well, I think I think that's I mean that's part of what what he's trying to stipulate is as as. Um, you know, if he sells a team, then you can't release the report, right? He's trying to right. get that stipulated. I yeah, believe I, that's exactly right. He does not want the damage to to further continue after he's done selling this team. And I don't, I just don't see how that there's any way that you can, uh, there's no, there's no way that you can, can do that. Like you just, there's no way that they can say that. But anyways, we got to get to a break because obviously coming up next on two pros and a cup of Joe live from the Tyrac.com studios, we're going to have the man, the, the myth, the legend, the old P Petros Papadakis co-host of the Petros and money show and analyst for Fox college sports, college football. Uh, he'll be coming on next. So we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. That's Jeff Schwartz. I'm LeVar Arrington. We'll be right back fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. All right, we're going to go to my man, the OP, right now. Petros Papadakis. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Hi, Jeff. Hello, how are you? I'm okay. (laughs) I'm I'm sitting here. Are you going to be in Vegas next week? I am. Uh, oh yeah, I have it. to overlap. I, uh, I, you know, I hate going anywhere, and if I have to go somewhere, I really don't want to go to Las Vegas. But Las Vegas is why? Good. Really, you want to know? Yes. Uh, I feel like Las Vegas is a horrible place oh for myriad reasons. <laughs> Number one, I would say. Uh, it's always dangerous to be anywhere like Disneyland or somewhere like that where people feel entitled to a good time. Like oh. they feel like if I'm not having a good time, I'm 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 wasting my time and money, which I guess is the case in Vegas. So everybody ends up kind of like clawing over each other like rats, you know, mm. in, in a drowning situation. Dang. Clawing for that good time. Yes. The other thing that bothers me about Vegas, so it's like you get this frantic kind of vibe with everybody, kind of like a line outside the club sort of vibe everywhere at all times. And that brings in the wristband culture of Las Vegas, mm. which is like there's always something better than what you have. 
like, yeah, you might have that special wristband and the three-level uh, club party uh, table service at this particular place or something, but you don't have the f- the super special wristband. To be next to the DJ booth. Yeah, where the guy's being filleted by a dolphin in a special jacuzzi. Oh, you know. wow. You, you know, there's always something <laughs> wow. that is uh, way better than what you got. And not to that's not to say, like, you shouldn't be happy with what you have, but they rub it in your face, you know. Like, you, you see the guy, the, the jacuzzi, the guy that is with the dolphin in is see-through, you know. So they put it in your face. Also, like, the world of paying, uh, like, six, seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars for a nice, uh, decent hotel room. Oh, that's gone. Well, we live there, though, right? Like, you know, you, you could pay even more than that. Right. And most places, they charge you a bunch of money for a hotel, and they'll call you a cab. Las Vegas is the only place where you're paying 900 bucks a night for a room. You've got to pay extra to use the gym. You do have to pay to use the gym. Wait, and $20 I had to pay. Yeah, and you're already paying 1000 bucks or whatever. And then you want to go take a cab somewhere. You've got to wait in this a-hole cab line. My point is... They do so much volume as far as people go, like Disneyland, that they don't know the difference between somebody staying in the hotel or a frat boy who's barfing uh, on the carpet Hmm. who just came from the Four Queens. Hmm. So it just to me is there's if you're going to spend money and try to enjoy yourself, there's so many other places to do it. Now, I am an agoraphobe and I don't really like going anywhere. So uh, take that with a grain of salt. But, yes, I will be in Las Vegas with uh, with all of our friends in the Mountain West and the Pac-12. I'll be at Mountain West Media Day, too. Yeah, We're I got to do I'm Mountain West. Uh, what is it? It's Circa. Can you guys get have a big hug and send me of the Of course selfie? we will. But I'm only going to be there. I have to come back Can for send a funeral. It, send me the selfie. Oh, I'm and sorry I, here. Yeah, and then I have to go to the Savannah Bananas. You ever heard of what that is? Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, so, uh, they're in town right now. It's crazy. Yeah, I have to take my son to uh, see the about Savannah totally Bananas. totally different, but okay. Savannah. No, no, it's, it's a baseball. Bananas, it's it's a like the Harlem deal. Globetrotters of baseball. Yes, okay. it's a huge deal. Got it. Got the it. guy yeah. I used to Just know, what's know his that. name? Eric Burns, the guy from uh, UCLA. Okay. I think he's behind it in some way or another. Oh. Maybe he's not. I don't know. That's but uh, yeah, so, so I will be there. I have to do the Mountain West meetings for Fox. So they bring in all the different Mountain West coaches for me. I got to sit in a room. And then I got to go to the most awkward dinner on earth, the Pac-12. Well, it's going to be bad this year, buddy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. can we talk about that? Like, all right, so the Pac-12 is is deteriorating, to say the least, very quickly, old P. And I just I wonder, does it does it does it go to nothing? Does it does it disband or does it does it dissolve? Well, that's a, great, is, that's a good question because most people don't – they don't want to cut to the bone and ask that question, right? Yeah. They want to ask about San Diego State <laughs> or right. something like that. And, you know, deteriorating quickly, I, I would say it appears that way, but only because, like, it appears that a guy at the end of running 100 or 200 meters is, is going faster – and the truth is that guy's not going faster. He's just maintaining speed. And that's what's happened to the Pac-12. Uh, and I've tried desperately 
to make this point, and I don't think anybody wants to hear it. And it used to be a point that a lot of our journalist colleagues, like John Canzano and John Wilner, really made first and got us all riled up, and now they've kind of taken a different direction with their reporting, which is understandable. But the truth is, this happened the day Larry Scott did his deal. The Pac-12 was irreparably harmed and has been bleeding out ever since. Mm. Uh, their deal got them, you know, $11, $12 million less than everybody else was making that they were trying to compete with. You multiply that by, you know, whatever, a decade, you know, you're talking about $120 million. And that's $120 million Purdue has that you don't have because your idiot commissioner would not partner with a television partner that had distribution or knew how to put television on. And then it's on the university presidents for not noticing that they were bleeding out, looking down and seeing all the crimson flowing from the conference, and just looking forward and saying everything's great, and paying this guy millions of dollars literally to destroy the structure of West Coast college football. And that is what's happened. It is awful. It's heartbreaking. Uh, The Pac-10, Pac-12, and traveling those cities and understanding their past is a huge part of who I am as a broadcaster and my history in my employment, and I am devastated. But what's going to happen? I mean, if I had to guess, the four corner schools go to the Big 12, Oregon and Washington get a probationary deal or a full piece of the pie one way or another, they're going to be there permanently into the Big Ten. And then teams that I really like and are really concerned about, Cal Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State, we're going to have to figure out. Where do they go? Right. And uh, probably to the Mountain West. And the thing is, it's not going to be very different from who they are now. Like the money, the deal that the Pac-12 did made them more like the Mountain West than the Big Ten or the Big 12 or the SEC or the teams they're trying to compete with. And that's basically, there's nothing wrong with the Mountain West, but it's a different level. And that's the level the Pac-12 immediately became when they lost the Los Angeles market. I hate to be L.A.-centric, but there is no Pac-12 without L.A. And it's not even close. You can't market the conference without that piece. And San Diego State is not going to fill that hole. So, yeah, I mean, it's over. <laughs> it's been over. So, you know, I feel exactly the same way you do about all of this. I'm, I'm from Los Angeles. I went to Oregon. Like, I, I do Pac-12 radio, for heaven's sakes, for five, the last five years. Um, so I feel the same way that you do about the regionality of the sport, right? How the West Coast, there's a fabric there with all the teams. They play each other each year. There's a history there. You obviously cover uh, a lot of their games. You've called their games for years. You went to USC. However, nationally, can you make the argument, this is good, right? You get USC, Ohio State, UCLA, Michigan, like you get these better games. You get Oklahoma playing Georgia and Texas playing Bama. I know they're playing non-conference this year, but the, the games themselves, Petros, are better football matchups. Well, there'll be a great deal of interest from the city of Los Angeles to the, to the rest of the world of college football. And there'll be plenty to promote, which isn't to say there'll be other stuff to promote at other schools and the landscape will move on. And honestly, I don't even know how long the conferences will last. 
I mean, the TV deals are the TV deals, but at some point, they just got to get out from under the umbrella of the NCAA, which we talk about all the time, create more of a revenue situation. Because, I mean, guys, this word NIL, I mean, most of the stuff we say is NIL isn't even NIL. It's just a booster plan a guy, uh, paying a guy to play. I mean, yeah. it's the same as we used to do for decades under the table. Uh, as far as football competition, yeah, I'm interested as hell. I want to see what USC is like playing at Northwestern or something in October. <laughs> you know, it's going to be very interesting. And I think there's going to be more and more of that in college football. Mm. And to be honest, there's been that in college football our entire lifetimes and before. Change has been the constant. The Southwest Conference was something that people used to adore, you know, and it's gone. Oklahoma and Nebraska don't play anymore. You know, BYU and Utah didn't play every year. So there's always change, seismic change happening. But uh, it is awful hard to say goodbye to USC at Washington State, you know, on a Thursday yep. night in November. Lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> You know, Dion is is recovering um, and is back in the saddle, and he seems to be the kind of the lone lightning rod of uh, I don't know attention for the Pac-12 outside of talking about its demise right now. Um, but I mean, what would happen, P, if he wasn't able to coach? Like I started thinking this the other week, the other day. Like, like if his leg hurt. Like if he can't coach. Well, you got to get him the the Hugh Freeze uh, dentist bed, and then put him up <laughs> yes, in the booth. Yes, you yes. know, I mean, uh, it's interesting, you know, uh, Lavar, because we talked a lot about Dion, and the question that you asked, or a statement you made within the question about how he's the the lightning rod of of uh, publicity right now for the conference, and I would say yes, that's absolutely true right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And and Fox is going to take advantage of that. They're going to use that. They're going to put Colorado on, yeah. I think, the first two weeks. Two of the yes, first correct. three games they have on will be big noon, uh, not just Fox. You know, it's not just – it's not like I'm showing up calling the game. I mean, we're going to do the whole thing, Brady Quinn and uh, Mark Ingram now. Yep. So that they'll promote the hell out of that. And and Colorado has thrown one gigantic off-season party. Uh, it reminds me of like when the Lakers drafted Lonzo Ball, right? You know, <laughs> you throw you throw like a three-month party, you talk about his shoes, you talk about, oh, look at a Coach Prime sweatshirt and all this stuff. Uh, water's going to find its level, and they're probably not going to be as interesting to watch during the season as they were in the off-season, would be my prediction. And during the season – Pac-12 storylines will be Cam Rising at Utah, Michael Penix at Washington, Caleb Williams at yeah, USC, uh, Heisman winner, you know, probably the best player in college football. And can USC play better on defense? Uh, can they create more of an amalgamated team vibe? That's a that's a tall task for Lincoln Riley. So uh, I think the storylines will shift to kind of the more proven entities. And for the last year of the Pac-12 as we know it, it's a hell of a send-off, right? Uh, I forgot Bo Nix at Oregon. You know, I mean, so, I mean, that's going to be the storyline when the season starts, uh, I think. 
and the off-season parties that were thrown. I mean, I remember the off-season parties that SC used to throw when Kiffin was the coach or Sark or Helton. And they'd be like, well, yeah, the guy's terrible and the, the West Coast football's in disarray because USC's a mess. But, hey, did you see this recruiting class? It's like, God, guys, we've been through this before. Uh, you know, when the season starts, it feels a lot different. So off-season parties, and I think those parties will end in September. Mm-hmm. Last for me, very quickly on, on your Trojans. Um, yeah, they have more talent on, on defense, um, but besides, you know, uh, one defensive line, they don't have much depth on their defense, right? And we've seen now history of, of Alex Grinch defenses. They had talent in Oklahoma, too, guys. They weren't just like an untalented bunch there. Uh, no one wants to think about that in L.A. No one wants do, to look at Yeah, the I know. So do you, I, I can't I believe that Lincoln Riley teams give up points. They can't believe it out here. I think I saw the number that gave up like 40 points like 18 times. And since in, in, It's ridiculous. Do you see USC being any better on defense? I think they play a much tougher schedule. I think turnovers, you're not going to force 27 turnovers again. Um, I am not as high on USC winning the conference as others might be. Well, USC's turnover thing masked the, an issue that, that really caught up later in the year, right? They forced uh, DTR into three interceptions. Otherwise, they were losing that UCLA game. Yes. And uh, obviously, we saw what Utah did to them twice. Tulane scored at will. I mean, at will. I mean, I did the Colorado game. Colorado ran the ball well. Yes, I mean, they did. It's interesting because there's something about offensive coaches. There's something about these very special offensive coaches that the other side of the ball gets left out there. Now, what happened at SC last year is hard to imagine. I mean, I do know how quickly that team was slapped together. And I think the real miracle, like you said, is the 27 turnovers, the offense they put together, and the success they had. Uh, you, You juxtapose that with one of the most embarrassing moments in USC football history. I mean, this is USC football, and they could barely field a team against Cal that last game with uh, the interim coach and all that. And that was really ugly. Guys didn't want to play. People were uh, disgruntled. And that should not ever happen, fielding a team in a USC uniform. But it did. And privately, Lincoln Riley does cite that. He says, you know, to USC people, he says, you know, you saw what we were up against and you saw what we've done. Now watch us build it. Uh, With the lack of depth and the way they leave the offense, uh, the way the offense leaves the defense out there, Jeff, uh, it's hard not to feel the same. But uh, it's hard to imagine them being worse defensively, too. I mean, you would expect them to be a little bit better since it's a point of emphasis, but... Uh, you know, with the transfer portal and the way things go, there's no way to know unless we start playing, right? So I, I can't wait to see uh, how they've addressed it. And maybe if they run the ball a little more, or try to keep Caleb on the field a little longer, take some air out of the ball in situations to help the defense out. Uh, we'll see how that, that plays out. Well, there you have it. That's the OP. Thank you, guys. OP on Twitter, Petro Papadakis. You can catch him on the Petros and Money Show. And a superior, super dope analyst for Fox College Football. We appreciate you, P. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap this bad boy up. It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe live from the Tyrac.com studios. We'll be right back. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
aspects of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. All right, welcome back into Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. If you missed anything during the course of this show or any other show at that, you can make sure you go to wherever it is that you download your podcast. Type in Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, and boom, you're right there. You can check us out and catch up on missed content. No problems there. All right, this is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Time to put your money where your mouth is. I have been losing. You know you're a lion, low-life gambling degenerate. It's over under. All right, Lee, what we got? All right, I know, LeVar, you are out the door because you've got no shoes and you need to make it home quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I forget my shoes, y'all. Come on, y'all got to help me out, man. You are not in on the bathroom, on the public bathroom. No, I can't go to the restroom. Can't do it. Guys, lots to get to. Um, Well, it's Amazon Prime Day, last day of Amazon Prime Day. You guys enter out on any deals for Amazon Prime Day. I mean, I get Amazon Prime every single day. I watch Amazon. I I order Amazon. Amazon is basically an extended family member of of the Arrington family at this point. I'm in. I'm I'm in. Jeff, you you got any uh, Prime deals you're going for? Well, if not, you guys, you also have the um, uh, Netflix. I have some homework for you guys. We have Netflix's quarterback, which I have on in the studio right now. Once I get home, I'm going to restart it so I can actually listen in. Are you in or out on Netflix's quarterback? I'm going to watch it. Gotcha, gotcha. And also tonight, uh, I think I'm out on this one, Espies from the Dobie Theater here in Los out, Angeles. Espies. Out, out, out. Right on. We also got the CONCACAF uh, Gold Cup. We've got United States versus Panama tonight on FS1. Out. Oh. Go USA. Go, go USA. USA. You say soccer? Yes, yeah, that soccer. is right. Let's go. Go USA. But and, I'm out. And it's uh, National Pecan Pie Day. Are you guys in on pecan or pecan? Um, isn't it the same thing? I don't know. You tell I'm, me. I'm in on uh, pe- I'm in. pecan, pecan, in. whatever. I'm in. All right, and that's it for today, you guys. All right, thanks, Lee. Thanks, Jeff. Be back Thank tomorrow. you, listeners. We'll be back. Fox Sports Radio, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.